podcast episode one. Today, I'm here at Art and I'm here with Samantha Myers, our guest, to talk about Fahrenheit 451. Today, we are going to discuss how society has been affected by technology in both Fahrenheit 451 and the real world. The novel Fahrenheit 451 was written by Ray Bradbury in the year 1953. This science fiction book predicts how technology will grow in the future and how people change due to the ever-growing technology. The book predicts that people cannot talk about upsetting things and want a society where everyone can be happy. This society being without books and with the replacement of seashell headphones and screen-wide parlor rooms. Bradbury actually predicted these things as earbuds exist today and screen-wide rooms. The main goal of this society is to keep people from thinking so no one gets upset. A society where everyone can be happy and carefree. A society with no controversy. A society where everyone is equal. That is the society that is created in Bradbury's novel. Technology can be addicting and it can hurt our communication skills. It is said how extended screen time can result in health ramifications like insomnia, eye strain, and increased anxiety and depression. Even a simple Google search can tell you. Since cell phones have become popular, suicide rates and depression rates have skyrocketed. And the reasoning for this is cell phones. No matter what you do on your cell phone for hours a day, you're still deep down doing nothing but staring at a screen. In what way could this be good for one's mental health? We should ask ourselves that. There are much better ways to spend your time that aren't mental journey, like having real-world interactions. The screen's benefits are nowhere close to the benefits of exercising, spending time with people in person, and actually doing things. Technology is also affecting society in Fahrenheit 451. In the novel, when technology was starting to rise, books became less common, and the people were just starting to think that books were using up space. Even though it hasn't happened in our society yet, books were actually banned in Fahrenheit 451, excluding comments, and only technology was allowed. I feel like the girl in the book, Mildred, is a good example of people 70 years later. Right, Mira? Yeah, Mildred is a great example of how Exactly. Like, Mildred didn't even look up from the screens, and she was so addicted to the point where she was making up people to keep her company because of technology. She chose strangers on a screen over a real family because of how addicting technology was, and that's just crazy. Bradbury shows in two characters how a normal person today is and possibly how a person will be years to come. Clarice is shown as weird and kind of like an outsider in the book when that's just a normal person in today's world. Hopefully technology wouldn't grow to the point where Mildred is the new normal, because that's not only weird and unusual, that's just terrifying. Mildred's friends are also super disconnected from reality. When Montag reads a poem, Dover Beach, and makes a friend of Mildred's cry, the other friends root of kill him, so he exposed at Mildred's other friend, Mrs. Bowles. The text states, Montag fixed his eyes upon her, quietly. Go home and think of your first husband, divorced, and your second husband killed in a jet, and your third husband blowing his brains out. Go home and think of the dozens of abortions you've had. Go home and think of that in your caesarean sections, too. And your children who hate your guts. Go home and think how it all happened and what did you ever do to stop it. Go home, go home, he yelled. 
This text shows that Mildred's friend does not really seem to realize what is actually going around on around her. She has no sympathy towards her dead husbands. She just keeps finding a new man, and she does not seem to want to keep her kids. This may be because of like the pain of childbirth, and also there's not really a need for like, kids when you have a family of your own on a screen. There's also a whole war in the story going around them, and people seem so oblivious to it since they don't even go outside, and all they seem to observe is their streamers. Right. Technology is such a distraction that family members are dying, but yet all they care about is watching TV. In Fahrenheit 451, Bradbury wrote how almost no one stepped outside, and according to Google, quote, we're spending more time indoors than any other generation, end quote, and practically never going outside. We spend up to 24 hours a day indoors. We spend so much time inside that we are actually being called the indoor generation. Just to think of the 1950s, where children will play outside for hours every single day to just have them inside staring at phones and technology, really shows how similar Bradbury's book is to the real world. And even if kids do go outside, they still use their phones. Whenever teenagers even hang out with other teens, they have their phones on them and still use their phones to take pictures of the sky for themselves or something. And parents can also track their kids whenever they go out. So... Even when you're out, you're still being tracked by a phone. Phones are everywhere. Phones have been normalized when hanging out with people or even being out. People use phones. We are so worried about social media that we don't do anything in our lives to make them really interesting anyways. Phones are even such a huge norm now that you're considered weird if you don't have a phone. Everyone has a phone. Everyone uses their phone. Even when they're out, no matter where they are, they spend hours a day on a phone. That's just the new norm to and that's just the new norm of our generation. Especially side effects to brain indoors from technology, too. Without a doubt, technology has made our generation dumber. Technology distracts people so easily now. People are unable to stay still and focus. They have to be fidgeting or doing something and having their mind to something, which makes school especially hard for teenagers today. Teenagers today are unable to focus on class because they have to sit still. And because of technology and phones, their minds are always put on something. So when they have to sit and think and stuff, it's very impossible. Because of technology, teens' brains run very fast. They're always going to do something and doing something, and they can never take the time to really think about things. They always have entertainment in front of them due to phones. So school is a very hard thing for teens today. And it wasn't like this years ago. Years ago, teens could sit and focus. They actually enjoyed reading. Yes, if it was between a book or a movie, what would you choose? A company called King's did a poll whether books were better or worse than movies. And the end result showed that over 60% of teenagers chose films over books, 25% showed books were better than films, and 15% chose both films and books were equal. And because people have been choosing films over books, their brain is slowly getting uneducated to the point reading a book at a third grade level will be difficult. And not only do films make people unintelligent, they also shorten the attention span of the brain. Apps like Vine, Musical.ly, and TikTok shorten kids' attention span to the point they can't focus on things longer than a certain time period. This also reflects back to Fahrenheit 451 because when Montag was being searched for by the police, they ended up having to fake his death since they could not find him and the hunt had been going on for too long to keep the people's attention span. Not admitting defeat was the best choice for them because they were too embarrassed that they could not even catch Montag. And 
the people wanted to go back to their lives. They wanted to go back to staring at a screen and pretending it had never even happened. They wanted to continue to ignore the war around them and pretend that nothing in the world was actually wrong, since they were even oblivious to all of it. Our generation is the first generation with the technology we have today, and it's hard to tell how far it's going to go in the future. Technology could even take over us people and take over our jobs. Technology is such a huge thing, and Bradbury's novel predicted it. But the novel's trying to teach you to take advantage of what you have. Not just stare at a screen and learn nothing, to actually use the resources that we're given while we still have them. All we do is focus on technology and not worry about actual resources. We need to use them for the good and not worry about how advanced we're going to get and worry about how good we're going to get in the future. Exactly. We don't just need the books, but we need what's inside the books. Yes, they might cause controversy, but that's what we need. We need to be intelligent and educated from those books, and not only from technology. This is what Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury proves in his novel to be taught by books and by technology and not be addicted to technology. That's going to wrap up our first podcast of Fahrenheit versus in real life. Thank you so much for listening, and please stay tuned for our future podcasts.